Hi, this is Walter Montero, and you're listening to this week's edition of the Real Estate and Mortgage Show. Hey everybody, welcome to the uh, Real Estate Mortgage Show. This is uh, Monday after the Easter uh, long weekend. Hope everybody had a great Easter and everybody's back to work. I, I don't think everybody's back to work. Some people have had the privilege along with uh, the school kids to uh, have an extra day off and hope you're enjoying that. Anyway, just wanted to uh, start off a series that we're going to uh, do over the next six weeks. It's called the uh, Home Buying Process. And uh, we've got it broken down into uh, six different sections. And uh, so we're going to be going over um, one of the sections today. And I'll just give you a breakdown of all the sections that we're going to be covering. So the, the six sections that we've have, uh, we have the Home Buying Process broken down to is budgeting, evaluating your needs, shopping for your home, the actual physical shopping process, when it's time for an offer or offer time, after your offer is accepted, what's next and then of course when your offer is firm and in the what's called the pending period so we're going to start off by section number one which is budgeting okay so budgeting is obviously evaluating your financial needs i think this is probably the most important place to start because you obviously want to be clear on what section of the marketplace you should be shopping in i know in our market here in cambridge you can buy a home for probably as little as say a hundred fifty thousand dollars and the sky's the limit you can get into four or five million dollars if you want to but the average price home in our market right now is somewhere around three hundred and fifty thousand and ironically it's also very close to being the median price as well so half the home sell for under three hundred and fifty thousand half the home sell for more than three hundred and fifty thousand so at any rate but the biggest thing that you want to do or the most important thing you want to do is determine what price range you should actually be shopping in and i think your first step more than anything else should be hooking up with a mortgage broker and a mortgage broker is going to help you determine uh, how much you can actually afford okay so a mortgage broker is going to give you those numbers in terms of what you actually qualify for now my experience has been that many people do buy to the capacity that they can afford there are many people that like to buy below their capacity and that's fine okay provided that their expectations of the marketplace are in sync with what they can afford okay so in other words you can't come in you know uh, wanting a champagne house on a bare budget it's just not going to happen okay we're in a very aggressive real estate market and uh, that just doesn't happen there are more buyers than there are sellers so that's going to drop the value of homes and uh, so you've got to be realistic in, in what you're going to be purchasing. But when you meet with a mortgage broker, a mortgage broker will give you a couple things. First of all, they, they give you a wide array of lenders as to who will give you a mortgage. Okay. And they provide you with choice. Okay. So uh, if you go in and talk to your bank, that's fine. You can do that. Uh, I'm not a big fan of it, partially because we have a mortgage business. But more importantly, it's because I really don't think the client is properly served by just going to one lending institution. Why not go to a mortgage broker and have them shop out your mortgage needs? So going to a mortgage broker is going to give you a wide array of lenders as far as what they offer, interest rates, the type of terms that uh, you may be looking for and sometimes the type of borrower 
Okay, so uh, mortgage lending has become a bit of an art form in the last little while. So it's very important that you hook up with somebody that really knows their products well. One of the brokers I recommend is obviously my wife, Karen, Karen Montero, and uh, you can find her at mrfinancial.ca. So when you meet with a broker, they're going to determine a few things. They're going to, first of all, determine what you have for a down payment, okay? And that down payment, what the source of that down payment is, because that is a very important element to the financing, okay? If it's something that's going to be gifted to you, then um, obviously, you know, that has to be disclosed to the, to the lender. If it's money that you've saved up over the years, that also has to be disclosed to the lender. Okay, and the way that they're going to be looking for that is they're going to be asking you for bank statements showing you or uh, showing them rather where that down payment is sitting now. So if they see a steady rise of, of uh, savings that makes sense to them in conjunction with your income, then they're obviously not going to question where the down payment is coming from. But if they look at your bank statement and see, you know, one big deposit really, really close to the closing date or very recently in the last 90 days, then they're going to question that deposit. Is it is it borrowed money? Did you go out and borrow that uh, from another institution? Or is it a gift uh, and they want to know the source of it? There's, you know, there's a lot of regulations now in the in the mortgage business and lenders need to know where your down payment is coming from. All right. So that's something that you're going to have to be able to prove when you go for your meeting with your mortgage broker. Okay. The next thing they're going to do is obviously go through verifying your income. Okay. So when you are qualified for a mortgage, you're actually qualified on your gross earnings, not on your net earnings. Okay. So they're going to determine, you know, how much you can afford. It's a percentage of what you can afford. Okay. And that these days has become a little bit complicated as well. In the old days, it uh, used to be, you know, a couple of very standard ratios, but now it's not so standard anymore. Okay. So if, uh, for example, if you have a credit score of 680 or less, then you are looking at lending ratios of anywhere from 35% on the GDS side to 42% on the TDS side. GDS is basically your gross debt service. This is the percentage of your income that goes towards your mortgage, your taxes, your heat, and your insurance. And then the TDS is the percentage of your income that goes towards all of your debts. Okay, so that's where that 3542 comes from. Okay, now if you have a credit score greater than 680, that number goes up. Your GDS goes up to 39% and your TDS goes up to 44%, okay? So obviously a credit check is something that the, the mortgage broker is going to do in order to determine what you can afford in terms of a mortgage, all right? So they're gonna verify your income. They're gonna go over your credit history, obviously, because you know this is something that they're, um, this is where they get the so-called beacon score or credit score. Okay, the other thing that they're going to look at in terms of your credit score is your history and being able to pay back your debts. Okay, so if you, you know, show some sluggishness and being able to pay your, your debts, then that's obviously going to affect your beacon score, but uh, it could also determine whether uh, a lender is comfortable with lending to you or not. Okay, another thing that they look for in your credit score is that there is enough activity 
in your credit history. So in other words, if you've only ever borrowed money once or you've never borrowed money at all, this in many cases makes it more challenging to get a mortgage because a bank doesn't want to be the first creditor to lend you money, especially on a mortgage. They want to have some what they call trade lines. So they usually like to see three active trade lines, like a couple of credit cards and a loan or a car loan or an RSP loan or that sort of thing. So they want to make sure that you are financially responsible in paying your bills and they want to see it with at least three active trade lines. All right. So that's why we look at your credit history. Okay. Of course, you know, we also look for whether you've ever declared bankruptcy or had a credit proposal. That's obviously going to have an effect on your ability to buy a home and or the lender that you go to because there are some lenders that just don't plain don't lend to uh, people that have had those challenges and there are others that do. So, you know, you're going to go over all of that with your mortgage broker. Then they're going to determine basically what your options are. Okay, they're going to tell you, you know, here's what you can do. Maybe you can, maybe you qualify for the zero down program. Who knows? You know, you can do the 5% cash back and, and get into a home with virtually no down payment. Or you may have to come up with more of a down payment, uh, 15 or 20% down. But when you meet with a mortgage broker, they're going to be able to determine all of that. And then they're going to give you what's called a pre-approved mortgage. Okay, and it's a real, and I want you to understand, this is a real pre-approved mortgage. It's not like walking into a bank, and we see this all the time, especially on the real estate side, where somebody's been in and they said, oh, you know, I've been to the bank, yeah, everything's good, I qualify for, uh, you know, a $250,000 mortgage. Uh, and what, what had happened was the borrower went into the lender, okay, let's say the Royal Bank, for example, and they, they did a, uh, you know, a pre-qualification with the with the borrower but they didn't actually go the extra route in running the client's credit bureau or uh, verifying any of the incomes or or anything like that so what you have here really is somebody that's been misguided because they think they've been pre-approved and they've only actually been pre-qualified okay so the difference of course is that this information has been verified and you know you can take it to the bank in terms of whether you can qualify for a mortgage or not so that's just a, a few things that uh, I would recommend in terms of the mortgage pre-approval side. I think we've covered it pretty good. If you have any questions about this process, you can uh, feel free to call my wife, Karen, at 519-624-9222, or you can email her at karen at maximumresults.ca, or you can just go right online and if you're comfortable with going ahead and, and filling out an application online, you can do that as well at www.homepreapproval, that's all one word, com. That's going to take you directly to her mortgage application site. You can fill that in, click submit, and then uh, one of our um, brokers will get back to you almost immediately. Okay, and just make sure that the income, or I'm sorry, that the information is accurate. Maybe ask you a couple more questions, and uh, you can start the process there. All right, so that's uh, step, step one of our six steps of uh, the home buying process. Next week, we're going to cover how to evaluate your needs. Okay, thanks very much, and I hope you have a great week. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of the Real Estate Mortgage Show. If you have any real estate questions, please direct them to me at 519-624-9222. 
or walter at maximumresults.ca or you can find me online at www.cambridgehouses.com. If your interests are in mortgages, please feel free to call 519-624-9222 or email karen at karen at maximumresults.ca or you can find her online at www.m as in Mary, R as in Roger, financial.ca. Thanks again for listening, and I hope you have a great week.